Using the right RV terminology to get the right RV parts. And staying on the road today, that's what we're going to talk about is RV terminology, but we're going to do it in a game show fashion and hopefully make you laugh a little bit. In fact, we brought in my wife, Karen, to help make this even more humorous. So this ought to be good. Usually before staying on the road, we entertain the RV lifestyle, but not today. We're going to focus on RV terminology. So we're giving the time from stay or from RV life to staying on the road. And then we're going to visit the Shady Dell RV Park in Arizona in the next stop. And I've been waiting for this all week long. This is going to be a cool little uh, next stop. And then we're going to wrap up the show with RV Envy. And in this episode, we're going to talk about RV decals. Ah, that's for you Canadians. RV decals for the Americans and where to get them. So this is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer podcast, delivering the smarts you need to enjoy the freedom of the RV lifestyle without the fear of breaking down. Today's episode is 133, so let's dig in. Welcome to the show, Alexis and Karen. Thanks, Eric. Hi. So this is Karen's debut on a podcast. <laughs> Say something, Karen. Hi, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this ought to be good. <laughs> See, she wanted to be an actress when she grew up. It's not happening <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get her fired up in a minute and she'll be ready to go. Speaking of the show, did you guys know out there that we are one of the top-rated podcasts on Player FM? So that's pretty cool. We just saw that the other day. Wow. They sent us a big trophy about 25 feet tall, <laughs> 30 feet wide. No, just kidding. Well, we didn't really get in, but we noticed that. So just letting you know out there that our podcast is being noticed. It's the real deal. And another point, if you're buying a new RV, don't. These dealerships don't care. The manufacturers don't care. I say don't buy an RV for a year. Let the manufacturers start suffering a little bit. You know, I'm not calling for this Bud Light boycott or nothing, but let them know with your wallets. Just fix up your old RV, buy a used one. But these new ones, we just hear it every single day. Somebody bought a new RV and the manufacturers don't care. The dealerships are selling junk and they know it and they're not honest about it. Stop supporting it. So that's my little 30 second rant there. All right. Now let's get to what everybody's been waiting for staying on the road and the RV terminal terminology game show. So this is like a show that nothing matters. There's going to be points. I'm going to make it up as we go. But what we're going to do is ask questions. Karen's going to ask questions and Alexis is going to ask questions. They have five each. So they're going to ask me a question and I'm going to try to figure out what they're talking about. And as we get into this, you're going to see what I mean about the RV terminology and how it gets kind of mixed up. You know, and, and there are times where it can get frustrating for both parties. Sometimes the person, the RV, are asking the questions. They think we're just idiots, don't want to deal with us. And it could be in the store, it could be on the phone. And sometimes on the phone, this is where it kind of becomes a bigger issue. We think we know what the person's talking about. They want to order something. We're going to ship it to them. We ship it to them. You know, we think they wanted a, a skylight, but what they really wanted was a three-inch waste valve. And that sounds crazy, but sometimes that's what it is. Well, that's what I told you I needed. And you look at your notes, that's not what you said. So it's getting things, the right terminology or explaining to the person, I really don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm going to try to explain this. Or take it to the next step, take a picture of it. Everybody has a smartphone today with a camera technology. So take a picture of it and you bring it into the store and that rules it all out. 
we're not making fun of our customers. We're just having fun with the questions. Because, I mean, we all do this stuff. We walk into a hardware store and, you know, hey, I need one of these. And the guy's looking at you like you're crazy from Mars. But you know what you need. You know, he just doesn't see what's in your mind, right? Or it's like when you're, you send your wife to do it, but you really don't give her all the information she needs. Because you think it's just, ah, not a big deal. You go get it. So we're going to kind of break this down in a humorous way and make it so you can see what we go through and even what you might be going through. And thinking, God, this guy at the RV store, he's an idiot. Well, he's probably not. He just doesn't understand what you see in your mind. So, all right, so let's dig into this. We're going to start with Karen. She's ready to go. She's raising her hands, all fired up. (laughs) All right, Karen, so what's the first question for me to answer? I need the white plastic thing on my RV. Oh, the white plastic thing on your RV. Okay, so now... Would this white plastic thing having to do with the electrical, the fresh water, the air conditioning, the furnace? Can you narrow that down a little bit? It's the fresh water. The fresh water, the white plastic thing. Is it on the side of the RV, on underneath the RV? It's underneath the RV. All RVs have one. All right. So a sarcastic comeback, that would be all RVs have black tires too, but we're not going to come back with that. <laughs> so it's a white plastic thing for the fresh water system. Could this quite possibly be a drain valve? That's it exactly. So it drains the fresh water. Yes. All right. It's broken. It's broken. That's why you're here. All right. So that's worth 500 million points for me. I won. <laughs> so it's a white plastic drain valve. Now that's a pretty simple one, right? got to that pretty quick because she said fresh water system so that narrows it down all right so alexis what's your first question well i need a part for my door for your door yeah it's standard 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 door or standard part the the part standard it's on every motorhome okay all right so alexis has a motorhome so would it be the refrigerator door a bedroom door, a compartment door, the door you walk through to get into the motorhome? No, it's on the outside, so it's not a a refrigerator door. Okay, so it's not the refrigerator door, it's on the outside, so it could be a hatch for like the electrical or a water hookup. No. Is it where you store stuff, maybe? Yeah, that's the one, yeah. So a compartment door. Sure, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you need a what for it? What part? I need a handle. A handle. Okay. So most compartment doors don't have handles, so this is where we're going to go next. I'm going to show her the latches and the cam locks and things like that. Yeah. Ask her, does it look like one of these? And she's going to say yes or no. So we got there. All right. So that's worth about 50 billion points, too. So I'm just smoking it here, right? (laughs) And so these are real-life questions. So these things are what come up in our store and on the phone every day. Okay, so these have been pretty easy. All right, Karen, what's your question? Number two. My furnace is broken and I need a part. All right, your furnace is broken and you need a part. So are you working on this furnace yourself? I'm trying. Um, I think I'm pretty smart, but um, I can't seem to figure out what's wrong. Okay, so what's the furnace doing or not doing? It just doesn't come on. Just doesn't come on. So you turn this thermostat on the wall, and what happens? Nothing. Nothing happens. Okay. So there's a good chance it's the thermostat. Now, are you able to do electrical testing at all? Oh, no, no, no. I'm scared of the electricity. All right. Do you know somebody who could work on this? No. (laughs) 
Okay, do you want to call a technician out or bring it into us? I don't have that kind of money. All right, so you see how this gets a little difficult here, but it's probably the thermostat on the wall, maybe. But you see the uncooperativeness to help. <laughs> well, I don't have any money. I told you I don't have any money. <laughs> it gets a little difficult, right? So we got to figure that out. So, again, that's kind of simple. It was more to the point. There's kind of like two steps there. But we can see how now it's like, how do we get this fixed when someone doesn't have the money or doesn't want to spend the money? Okay, next question, Alexis, number two. Well, um, I, I need the skylight thingy that's on the roof of my motorhome. I need that. Okay, the skylight thingy on the roof of the motorhome. So that makes it pretty um, easy, I guess. So, Alexis, this, um, on your motorhome, this skylight thingy, do you know what size it is? Uh, it's like a square. So it's like, uh, I don't know, a little over a foot by a foot. Okay, foot by a foot. So does it open and close? Uh, yeah, it does. Okay, yeah. yeah. So I see the confidence there. Oh, yeah, it does. <laughs> so she's talking about a skylight. Now, that could have gone about many different directions. It could have been, um, it doesn't matter what size it is. I just need the lid for it. Things like that. And that's what we get, kind of that snarkiness sometimes. So that's a roof vent lid that she needs, not a skylight mm -hmm. cover. Now, I, I get it when you're standing in the RV, it lets us the sun in like a skylight, but it's not really called a skylight. So that's that terminology, you know? And then that vent cover even goes into deeper on that. What hinge do you have on it, Alexis? Do you know? Uh, I don't know. It's standard. <laughs> standard. Okay. Yeah. It goes back to the, back to the black tires. Those so that's standard. All right. So you see how we can get, you know, now it delves into a whole nother set of issues. All right. So again, I got that one. That's worth a billion uh credits at um starbucks yeah all right so karen drink coffee yeah i know but it's i can give it to my friends got it oh give someone a billion credit gift card at starbucks pretty good or no starbucks starbucks yeah did i mention we have our own coffee now it's not called starbucks but it's called right. camper's choice it's amazing no camper's coffee camper's choice used to be a camco thing all right anyways question number three karen my husband sent me in to get a sway control. Okay, so this starts off with the husband sent the wife in to get a sway control. Okay, so now when you say sway control, do you need the bar that mounts on a ball on the ball mount and a ball on the trailer frame? He just said it's something to keep the everything from swinging in the wind or whatever it is. Okay, so does he have anything on the trailer now? Do you just buy the trailer? You're outfitting it for the first time? That's old a trailer question um no no we don't have anything on it didn't come with anything didn't come with anything okay mm -hmm. and you've already brought the trailer home i'm gonna assume yeah should we have not done that without it i don't know i'm not sure what you need yet oh should i call my husband you could if he'll answer the phone <laughs> maybe <laughs> okay so i'm gonna say you probably need a weight distributing hitch that's what he called it Okay. Honest weight control, weight distributing hitch. All right. I didn't so remember. Now we're going to have to determine the weight of the trailer so we know which weight distributing hitch you need. Not gee, all this other stuff. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I should call my husband. All right. Why don't we do that? So weight distributing hitch. All right. So that's for a free tank of gas at Conoco. Okay. So we're racking it up here. <laughs> You're probably getting the point by now. Alexis, number three. Hey, on me. How's it going? So I have a motorhome, and I have a thing on the outside of it that attaches to the dirty hose, you know, the 
the hose with the poo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, a thing that attaches to the dirty hose. Mm -hmm. Wow. This dirty hose, would that be the drain or the dump hose for emptying the black water tank or the gray water tank maybe? The the sewer hose. The The sewer sewer hose. hose. Okay. that one. You probably don't need a three-inch valve. Maybe you need the part that attaches to the valve or the part that goes on the on the sewer hose. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> the the part that goes up and down, like like releases it. Okay, so that'd be the valve, the waste valve. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you need a three-inch waste valve thingy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> see, I turned the table there, thingy. All right, so you see, it's a three-inch waste valve. So the sewer hose really doesn't have much to do with that. I mean, it attaches not even directly to the valve. It's indirectly, but see how we work there. All right, Karen, number four. I need a trailer plug. A trailer plug. So is this to plug it into the truck that tows the trailer, or is it to plug the trailer into shore power or your house? It's for the truck and the truck and the trailer. The truck and the trailer. Okay. So, so when you're towing the trailer, the lights work on the trailer? Yes. Okay, so you don't have a plug on there now? Maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do. We it's It accidentally came out and dragged on the ground for, like, forever, and we didn't know it till the cop pulled right. us over and gave us a ticket. <laughs> All right. So that's a seven-way round trailer connector that's going to plug into the back of the truck. So that's the trailer end, as it's called. So seven-way round trailer connector. All right, perfect. So we know what that is. All right. So that's for a free bag of licorice from licorice.com. All right, Lexus, number four. Okay, so I need to seal something. Okay, you need to seal something. Is what you need to seal on the side of the RV, in the RV, on the roof of the RV, a toilet seal? I'm I'm just having leaks in my RV. I don't really know where they're coming from. It's just leaking down the wall. Okay, down the wall. Okay, so could it be a roof leak? Have you been up on the roof? I haven't been up on the roof, no. So you're not really sure what's causing the problem? It seems like it's coming from the roof. I don't know. What do I need to seal it? Okay, well, to seal the roof, more likely you have a rubber roof, so you would need lap sealant to do that. Okay. Well, I would recommend you go up on the roof and look in that area on the roof to make sure there's some cracks in the sealant and you're not just guessing. Oh, boy. Okay. I guess I can do that. I'm afraid of heights. All right. See the enthusiasm here? (laughs) All right. So it was lap sealant, more than likely. So she has to dig into that a little bit more rather than just being so generic and vague and not wanting to help me help her. All right. So question number five, Karen. I need a clearance light. A clearance light. That's a pretty straightforward question. (laughs) Okay. So the clearance lights, let me show you over here in the store where they're at. Here's the clearance lights. They're all hanging up. No, that's no. Does this look like any of them? No, no. I need. I need the thing, that, the bulb that goes inside it. Oh, you need a bulb for the clearance light. Yes. Okay. Do you happen to know which bulb you have in there? If it's a push-in, twist-in, LED? Uh, aren't they all standard? There's different numbers and sizes? <laughs> yes, there is. No, I do not know. All right. So what you probably need to do is go home or call somebody and see if they can shoot you a picture of the bulb or the number, and then we can help you out. Unless you can recognize it. So let me show you where the bulbs are at. 
no, there's no way I'm going to be able to wreck. All right. So there you go. Get out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So pretty simple thing. Clearance light bulb. But we start off with a clearance light. Then we grinds down to a bulb. All right. Alexis, number five, four, five. So I, I need a switch. Okay. What kind of switch? Oh, it goes to the light up in the top. Okay, so does this switch mount in the wall someplace, or is it in a monitor panel? Or no, it's in the ceiling light. I'm, yeah, it's in the ceiling light. Okay, do you know what the ceiling light looks like? It's big. It's big. Okay, that narrows it down to the big ceiling light section. All right. So, pardon my sarcasm. <laughs> okay, so the a switch for a light is it a plastic light with a plastic switch? Yeah. The same color as the yeah. white, probably? That's the one, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's probably brand-specific. Oh. Do you have to you know what brand lights you have? No. All right, <laughs> so we're going to need to figure that out. A picture might help, or if you can tell me the brand. No, okay. And I can show you some switches, but it'd be a guessing game. All right. What about the year, make, and model of the motorhome? Year, make, and model of the motorhome doesn't help. It's not like a car. We can't look it up that way, smarty uh, pants. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've got on with some questions here, and you know, these are real life questions, and we don't keep track. We don't have like this list going, so we just put these together the other day. So, hopefully, it helps everybody out there to appreciate when you go into the store, not just an RV store, any store, get the terminology closer and not make it a guessing game and be willing to help. Quite often, you know, we just run into these roadblocks. The customer just doesn't want to help us find out what they're looking for what standard every rv has one you know and that's not always the case there's not a lot of standard things on rvs not every rv has the same things and there can be huge differences in them too a a switch for one light is on one brand the other brand might have a completely different set of lights in it or brand of lights in it the switches aren't even close so they don't all buy their switches from the same company in china so we we try to work this out When you're going to the RV store, make it easier on yourself and the guy at the parts counter and have the terminology, maybe not exact, but close to it. And you can also take a picture of it and that just makes it crystal clear what you're looking for. Pictures, as they say, are worth a thousand words, something Mm -hmm. like that. There you go. All right. So that's going to bring us to the end of staying on the road. All right. So that was our RV terminology game show. As I said, it brings us to the end of staying on the road. But before we move on to next stop, I want to mention that we do have coffee now, Camper's Choice. It's a whole bean coffee, three blends. We got 406, which obviously represents Montana's area code, 406. Awesome flavor. Snow Dan, perfect for those nice blustery fall and winter days. And Cowboy Coffee. Cowboy Coffee is what I think every RVer has to have, you know, sitting around the fire, campfire outside the RV. Or whatever. It's just great coffee. Alexis is addicted to it. Oh, yeah. And every day, where's the coffee? Where's the coffee? <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. You can. Uh, we'll have that on our website soon enough. It's not there now, but we will get it there. Many things happening, but the coffee's awesome. All right, that brings us to the next stop. So we're going to go to the Shady Dell RV Park in Arizona. Yes. 
I'm so excited. This RV parks just outside of Benson, correct? Uh Bisbee, I think. Bisbee, I mean. Yeah. Bisbee, not Benson. Bisbee. <laughs> Bisbee. <laughs> All right. So if you've never been to Bisbee, Bisbee's Bisbee's a really cool place. Yeah. And so Very. Alexis saw that and said, "Oh, we got to talk about this." Absolutely. So Alexis, <laughs> what can you tell us about the Shady Dell Vintage Trailer Court that's in Bisbee, Arizona? Well, I think this is such a unique experience because. While we are, you know, talking to RVers, you can leave your RV at home this time, you know? Uh, This is such a cool place because it's got these beautiful vintage RVs, usually from the 1940s or 1950s, and they've got them all just decked out. You can just, you can choose which one you want to stay in. Actually, in the same visit, you can actually switch to different ones, which is really fun. But they're just so cool. Um, They're, they've, They've updated them just enough to like make them comfortable, but they look like they they would have in the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, these things are cool. I've been there. I've actually seen this. I didn't right. stay there, but we ate at the diner, which yes. is a 50-style diner right yep. there. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, they also had a sailboat there or a boat or They two. do. It's called a yacht. Yeah. And ever since I've seen that, I've always thought about getting a sailboat like a 32-footer and burying it in the yard. You it's know? so cool. <laughs> having a boat for like a little... um getaway oh yeah yeah neat it's very cool very different very neat yeah bisbee's a pretty unique place that whole area you know it's not too far well yeah bisbee got tombstone which is nearby yeah yeah you got a lot of stuff there but this the shady dell vintage rv park if even if you don't stay there it's worth going by to take a look at it i agree yep (laughs) all right so cool now what is there to do in bisbee arizona most people probably never even heard of bisbee yeah well there's a mining and a historical area like you were saying so you can definitely take tours through there um it's just a really fun kind of experience there's art galleries it's a very artsy area um there's studios of course there bisbee's historic district is really neat um they have a lot of like european and victorian style buildings downtown they have antique shops you gotta hit that unique souvenirs you looking for one <laughs> yeah i am <laughs> i have a copper license plate from there and i thought oh wall in here, but it's not. that's awesome <laughs> oh they have so much they have like breweries wine tasting they have a cool art walk actually that they do I'm not sure Oh, the, look. Oh, so if you're in town the second Saturday of the month, that's when the art walk happens after five o'clock. So you get to check out the art, meet the artists, enjoy live music and just have a good time, really. There's a lot there. A lot um, to do. Bisbee's a cool old town. You know, it's got a lot of that old, rich flavor to it. Yes. And the mine is massive and it was a copper mine. Yeah. And we did the tour. I don't remember that much about the tour, but I remember everything there was really interesting. And we bought that copper license plate, you know, like for the front of a vehicle. It says, I think, Arizona or something That's on it. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a lot there. A lot. Um, you know, yeah. I was just thinking, Tombstone, we don't have that listed on here, but it's nearby. Yeah, so you could go there, too. And, you know, in Tombstone, you go in some of those old buildings, and there's one that's like a you know where they did shows yeah and you see all these paintings along the top of the wall none of them look good they look like they're black and white (laughs) and when you take a picture of them the flash shows these vivid colors no way unbelievable i got out of there i'm looking at my pictures like holy smokes these are just awesome oh that's cool how fun (laughs) yeah it's because it's just dark in there and and so you don't really see it wow pretty cool but yeah, Bisbee's a neat area. That yes. entire area is pretty nice. It's uh, amazing. 
Yeah. Uh, there's just a lot there. Mm -hmm. So, of course, there's a place to stay in an RV, but is there a place to bring your RV? I think there is. I didn't list any this time just because I wanted to feature <laughs> the RV place, but you know there's got to be RV parks around there. Alexis is turning on us. No oh, wow. Places here. Not for oh, you. Man. There are places listed to eat, though, because that's more important. Yeah. <laughs> All, right, yeah. All right. So what do we got to eat at? Uh, well, there is that diner near the Shady Dell. I think that's called Dot's Diner. But also just in Bisbee, Bisbee in general, there's the Screaming Banshee Pizza. There's Cafe Roca, Bisbee Breakfast Club, and The Quarry. So there, there's tons of delicious places to eat. <laughs> right, yeah, there's a lot there. Yeah. A whole lot there. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you got to check out Bisbee. Bisbee's one of these places that you just, you'll remember it. It's just unique. You know, that old town feel. Yeah. Everybody's friendly, nice place. Even though it's in the desert, it's still awesome. You know, yep. so you got to pick the time of year to go. You're not going to want to go in the middle of the summer. New, no. <laughs> you know. So it's near. You know, like closest town near it'd be Benson, which is near Tucson. Just give you kind of an idea where it's at. Cool. And while you're there, also check out Carshner Caverns, which I think we've talked about that yeah. in the past just recently. Mm -hmm. You know, speaking of RV destinations, you know, check out RV Destinations magazine. Great publication. You know, we mention it every episode because we just really like the magazine and the people there are great. So go to their website, rvdestinationmagazines.com, sign up for a subscription. It's an awesome publication. Now that's going to bring us to RV Envy. Today we're going to talk about RV decals. <laughs> As I said, that's for the Canadians, mm -hmm. the Americans, RV decals. Mm -hmm. So we'll just go with RV decals. So rvdecalsdirect.com is actually the website that we're going to push you to here. But RV, you know, decals come on so many RVs. It's not just one or two. It's on a lot of RVs. Depending on the quality of them, where the RV's at, sometimes they last for decades, sometimes they last for months. And you might want to replace them. So it's hard to just find them. I mean, I've experienced where, you know, RVs are just months old and you can't get the decals for them anymore. You know, like if it were to get an accident, then all of a sudden they're, you know, they have to paint that back on. But RV decals direct might be the solution. They might not have the exact decals for your RV, but they might have decals that will cover where they've been. You've got to go to their website. So these guys are the real deal. Um, they're the only ones I know of that really deal directly with RV decals. Quite an interesting business um, to have, but it definitely has a place in the RV industry because almost every RV has decals on it. And like I said, they might last for months, so they might last for decades. But if you got an RV, sooner or later, you're going to need to replace the decals. A lot less expensive than painting, too. Also, as a reminder, go to our YouTube channel, The Smart RVer, and you can see the videos we're doing. We produce a new video every two weeks, so it's opposite weeks of the podcast. So we always have something coming out. These videos are all related to RVs, obviously, and they're going to help you with your RV. And, you know, to be honest with you, really, our videos are to help you cut through the minutia that you see on YouTube and some of these other social networking platforms where there's so much stuff out there that's hard to really tell. So we just get to the nitty-gritty and the facts, and it might not be 100% technical, but we're going to get you the information you need to know about the job that you're going to do or the product that you're looking at. And if you have any products or anything like that that you want us to, to do a video on or talk about on the show, send us a message. Contact us through the Smart RV or contact 
us page or you can text us at 406-961-8688. We want to hear from you. So that brings us to the end of the show today. Alexis, it went quick, didn't it? Very. Boom, it's here, it's gone, and the game show went awesome. It did. And I won so much fake money, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to buy with it. Maybe a, an African prince or something. Oh, my God. Oh, no, that's right, they gave me the money. <laughs> Forget. Oh, well, anyway, so we had a great show today, and I want to thank everybody for coming by. This is Eric Stark with the Smart RVer Podcast. It's just been absolutely awesome hanging out with you today. So if I don't see you on the road, let's connect at thesmartrver.com.